Hello and welcome to the last episode of this season of Tales of Two Teachers and just to mix things up a little bit, I'm introducing this one, Ooh. you'll have to listen to my sort of guttural tones. <laughs> what a good job you've done. Yeah, indeed. So um, yeah, hopefully action. Whoa, 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 you didn't introduce us. Oh yeah, sorry, it's me, Em. This is why you don't do it. This is why and, I don't do it, but the, if they don't know who we are by now, I guess they're well, not going to know. So it's me, Em. And me, Em. Yeah, no, so uh, action-packed, this one. As I've sort of already alluded to, this is the last episode of this of the season, mm. and uh, obviously an opportunity to plug the see the next season as well after our summer holidays. So we are off for five weeks, and then hopefully it'll return with earnest and gusto and oh, with aplomb. Surely, surely, when when we when we return, but surely we'll be back by public public popular demand. I There's hope, no way I we could be off so. airwaves. I we? hope so. And one thing we were, uh, one thing we wanted to do, make sure we did in this episode was get round to those questions that we've been putting off. Mm. So obviously we encourage people every week to email in, and it's not right and it's not fair. Then if we don't address the questions and the content that they've been um, so desperately <coughs> seeking, <laughs> so um, I'm going to let you loose because you are the question master. What have we got this week? Okay, but well, only because you've made me read my writing. Really, um, we had some uh, genuinely some really nice comments as well. Uh, that thank is you a surprise. I know I wasn't expecting it. So no. we didn't have many last week. So we've recycled a couple over, and then we had four more for this week. Mm. And none one, from we don't think any from family members. No, we, don't think. we checked in, and I don't know who these people are and I don't know who they are so this is good so this is, this is good that this is, is good. progress the first person is Ruben Jarvis now he's given his full name I was desperately trying to type that in like is, is an anagram of rude words <laughs> but it wasn't find any uh, so I think Ruben Jarvis you, you are real uh, and thank you very much because he very kindly said he really enjoys the podcast he likes how relaxed it is but also we talk about some really interesting things ah. possibly he might be starting a PGC in September because his cool. question is twofold really mm-hmm. uh what advice have you got for teachers who are starting this September? Would it be different advice to what you would give to yourself when we were about 10 years ago, just over for you, training then? Yeah. Um, what, what is there less obvious to prepare for? So people would probably go in with some expectations. Is there anything less obvious that you'd, let, that you'd want to pass on for September? And then another question he's got at the end, which must be a joke one about previous shows. We'll start with these two. Okay, um, well... I started about the same time as, as you did. Let's just say for argument's sake, it's just it's about easier. A about a decade ago, yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Things have changed. I think teachers have changed. The context within schools and the children have changed. Certainly even in the last couple of years with COVID and things like that. Mm. You know, the goalposts have moved. So yes, the advice is different. It's very much different. Children aren't the same. We are, the way we teach, I think, has definitely had to become more adaptive. Mm -hmm, Definitely. I think the challenges in the room are more obvious. I think uh, children are struggling more than they've ever, certainly with regards to literacy and and behaviour within the classroom. I would argue it's probably never been worse than what it is now. Is it a good time to get into teaching? Yes, because you can make a massive difference. Of course, you can affect the lives of young children, but it isn't going to come without its challenge. And I think that's probably the case in most workplaces. I should think so. Well, this, this is a good part of his question, though. Is there anything less obvious that you'd want someone to sign a PGC to think about? So I guess they may be thinking about, 
I mean, obviously you mentioned a lot of COVID hangovers, behavior, literacy, stuff like that. It's kind of the basics. Is there anything which you think, oh, I wish someone had told me that before I started teaching training or started early career teaching or whatever? Yeah, I mean, every, every class is going to be different and knowing your children and building relationships with those children is obviously the most important part. I think issues with children, SEN concerns and um, contextual information with regards to um, money at home, free school meals, yeah. pupil premium, um, obviously this ratty thread of what we call disadvantaged children and a lot of uh, EAL children, English as an additional language. Yeah. A, a good understanding of those, and it's taken me a decade to really understand those ideas, the sort of plethora of special education needs and how they uh, manifest in the classroom and their behaviours in the classroom. But then more importantly, and this is to do that adaptive teaching, the approaches, how I can help those children, how I can scaffold and support those children within lessons mm. is um, is where, you sort of, where you're going to make your progress with them. Mm-hmm. So... When I was learning to be a teacher, we didn't go into that really. I was aware that there was these phrases that we had to learn and I could, you know, I could tell you what the phrases meant, but I didn't know what they meant, what they looked like in the classroom. On the ground. And more more importantly, what I could do about it in the classroom. Mm -hmm. That might be well worth them thinking about then. So I don't know if Ruben is starting the PGC, but even if they're not, then that's something that training teachers... And that would be contextual to your to your school yeah. very much so oh it? of course yeah so some schools would have many more students with extra additional needs many yeah. more students from disadvantaged backgrounds many more ones. with English as an additional English language, language depending on where you are in the country so you know my advice to you there Ruben would be look at the context of your school mm. you know look at it, the challenges look at how children are disadvantaged in that school and um, be adaptive very good okay um, my less obvious one would probably be something along the lines of um get out of the classroom with the kids as fast as you can, even on PGC year, because PGC, you may well end up working there anyway. But if you don't, it's a nice chance, and it's certainly an ECT, to to bond and see the kids in a different environment, break duties, volunteer for trips. Even PGC students can go on trips. So the less obvious thing is, like, don't just let the classroom dominate your entire focus. It should be a good, obviously, majority of it, but there are other things to think about as well. And seeing those kids and, and kind of building relationships with them in a different environment really is quite useful and that's not cliche and i'll give you an example <laughs> this week i there's a there's a child and i've had him in my year eight class all year and i've really struggled with him everyone struggles with him and two weeks ago we had sports day and on sports day i was officiating the high jump and um he came second in his year group in mm-hmm. the high jump mm-hmm. and i was giving him quite a lot of praise i, I saw him in a different light i saw him really focused and engaged and um, I've brought that into the classroom and talked about it and praised him in the classroom. He's a different kid. Yeah, it does definitely. He's work, a different kid. He's works. seen me in a different light, mm. and I've seen him in a different light. Yeah. And actually, now I've got I can build a relationship with him. Yeah. So it's not cliche. No, that's, it does a, that's work. a great piece of advice there yeah. from him. Um, he also asked Ruben Jarvis. I guess it's about the fruit. What's your favourite vegetable? <laughs> My favourite vegetable. <laughs> Potential uh, rude undertones. <laughs> um, mine are quite boring. I really like peas and sweet corn. Nice, yeah. Peas and sweet corn are classic. I yeah. mean, if, if potato counts, definitely potato. It's, it's yeah, sweet corn's a proper like veg. Sweet sweet is it, it's a pulse, is it? Yeah. Or it is. Well, no, I suppose sweet corn must be a veg. It's, it's a proper veg. Parsnip or, or potato for me. A parsnip? I love parsnips. Do you? Yeah, they're world class. They're sweet. I just have a sweet tooth, didn't I? So, yeah. Oh, it's world class. Um, Ruth 
I think it's Ruth again. The Swiss Ruth. Oh, Swiss Ruth. I'd love to meet Swiss oh, Ruth. I would. I think yeah, I'd so like to, I'd like her to come in and be a part of she one could of the be podcasts. A guest. I mean, she's probably a long commute there, but would you, <laughs> would you pay for a ticket? We could go halves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you could teach in just one other country, where would it be? So let's go single single word answer. Come on. America. America. Okay. Wow. I wasn't expecting that from you. Yeah. Well. Only, only because you know, so many TV programs with Americans. Cool. I just want to see how different it is. Okay, you know, how different it is to us. Nice. I'll go Germany because I really love Germany, and I speak a bit of German, and I could develop my German for personal reasons, but also I just love to. I just think the country is really interesting and amazing. So, like, sehr gut, sehr gut. Ausgezeichnet. Yes, from uh, from Heaton. It's an interesting name, isn't it? Heaton, because I don't take that more of a surname, but as far as I can tell, that's a first name. Okay. So he or she, Heaton, wants to know, and we've actually pre-prepared this bit, what are the last five songs you listened to? Okay, so, yeah, Em did mention this to me at lunch, so what yeah. I did was I went on my Spotify, though mm-hmm. other music platforms are available. Platforms are available. <laughs> Although most of them listen on Spotify, so we love Spotify. Yeah, yeah, Spotify, yeah, yeah get it. Um, so, mine are absolute bangers. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to cheat, I just, I listened to my Spotify on the way into school, and then um, all I've done is I've just click backwards yeah. on my playlist to see um, what I did this morning so I had The Water Boys Hole of the Moon <laughs> the which is one of my favourite 90s absolute yeah. banger yeah. Um, Red Bones Come and Get Your Love oh yeah Billy Ocean's Red Light Spells Danger <laughs> <laughs> filthy that's what we've got yeah like Roxy Music's oh. Love is the Drug oh yeah that's what we've got yeah banger <laughs> and uh, Del Shannon's Runaway How's that go? Um, oh, yeah, you sent it to me the other day. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. covered by the Beach Boys, Elvis oh. Presley as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent it to me the other day. And my like, little runaway. I haven't heard it for ages. And then wah, I added wah, it. Wah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I added it to my thing because I hadn't heard that for years. That's a um, banger. Yeah. He's got quite a terrible story, though, Shannon. I think he yeah. committed suicide, he did. didn't he? Yeah, he, he did. did. A bit of tragic end, but no, yeah, he had some really interesting bits. That's a good song. Yeah. Nice. What's, what's your, your, fa- your favourite at your five festival? Uh, my favourite, ooh, I've got a lot of... Um, Positive nostalgia with the water boys, hole the moon. Yeah, reminds me of just being a kid in the nineties. Yeah, when you were growing up, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, okay. So my five exactly the same. I just pressed back five times on my Spotify that was playing at the moment. I've had some. Um, I was working with this music on actually in my freeze today. I had a couple of freeze. Let me guess. Your first <laughs> one is yours. Is uh, green sleeves. No, <laughs> Something like no that. Green Still crazy after all these years. Paul Simon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, really, really good piece of music. I really like that. Um, Secret Heart by Ron Sexsmith. What a name. <laughs> <laughs> that should be my nickname, I reckon, but whatever. Sexsmith. Indeed. Yeah. Secret Heart. Now, Ron Sexsmith, have you heard of him? He's not no. that well known. Uh, kind of like a really uh, soulful, um, a kind of inflective singer. He inflects infle- and thinks about and introspects a lot. Um, I have only found it recently, but it's really, I think, a quite powerful song. Okay. Okay. I'll send it to you later. Yeah. Um, Don't Want to Know by John Martin, just because it's from a really good uh, sitcom. Um, yeah, pretty nice. The World We Knew, Sinatra. Oh. Banger. And Don't Dream It's Over by Crowded House. Oh. That is a banger. That is stunning stuff. All right, so I think... Love Crowded House. So the last five tracks, there we go. A bit of an eclectic mix, I think. Most certainly. But I hope Heaton... Um, if you haven't heard any of those, Heaton or anyone else listening, yes, Spotify has all of them. So, you know. <laughs> Basically, if you need any um, ads because yeah. you wear Spotify, just let us know. And we are getting any money from <laughs> advertising <laughs> yeah. that we'll Take a little bit of a commission there. Um, now, this is from Yeri. Now, I don't think it's Yeri Mina. Oh, I wish it was Yeri just, Mina. just leaving Everton and the Yeri Mina. I think like he's going to go to Fulham, I think. <sighs> okay. Um, Big Yeri. Okay, well, you can answer this question. Could you, could you have your partners on to interview are they teachers <laughs> um, 
My partner is a teacher. Um, she's a nursery teacher. She teaches like year one. Mm. And um, would you want to have her on to interview? Uh, she she doesn't even listen to the podcast. So Don't the, say that. The likelihood, yeah, I know. The likelihood of her being interested in talking on it is probably not really not really accurate. To say, I don't think. Well, the, the likelihood of anyone coming on for me is even lower because uh, <laughs> I don't have a partner anymore, so I cannot interview a partner. Now. No, but if anyone would be interested in being Em's <laughs> partner, you can drop us an email. Ruth, like, perhaps. <laughs> if you don't like weird sort of you know looks and smell, then yeah, let me know. <laughs> uh, we plow on from Kylie. Kylie. Could be Minogue. You know, we never know. Could be. That's it. Um, do you ever use, well, actually, do you ever use music in your lessons? You both seem to like music very much. I think we just proved that. Is it useful in the classroom? So it could be Kylie Minogue. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you go first. Uh, have done in the past. Yeah. I think at our school, it's quite frowned on. It's like mm. having it on in the background. It depends what you, I guess it depends what you're trying to do. Mm. If you're trying to behave, you manage by sort of drowning out low level yeah, chitter chatter, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then I know that you absolutely abhor this term. If you consider cultural <laughs> capital, yeah, I like to play um, some um, music from different um, like musicals, mm. things like that. Sometimes mm. sort of narrate over it a little bit as well, mm. and. Um, Classical music, and I do find it is very calming, especially if we were doing something like an assessment, yeah. And they were writing an elongated um, piece of writing, mm. you know, that would be really useful. Mm. But then again, that is assuming that a person can, and this is what um, B spoke about last week mm. when yes, you're writing, yes, you've got yes. that inner monologue, mm. can you focus on your own inner monologue? And listen to that and listen to other things as well. Yeah. I guess yeah. the the jury's out on that one. I it's need to read the book. I need to read the book, I guess. Yeah, well, we're both going to look at that maybe for next year. Yeah. I mean, I do because in A-level history, for example, we look at the 20th century and we look at social change and cultural change. So mm-hmm. it's perfect for that. I played some Elizabethan bangers in part of my year 10 <laughs> lesson period five just to try and reintroduce them to some Elizabethan culture and society. Yeah. In my old school, it was actually kind of uh, encouraged to pick a couple of tracks and just put it on at the start of the lesson and an end, as well as a way to settle them down. But yeah. also, while they're doing a starter, when the starter's finished, sometimes uh, a kid would say, you know, what's that? And linking to your cultural capital thing, maybe they haven't heard of, you know, I don't know, the Rolling Stones at the moment, or yeah. maybe they don't listen to a lot of, uh, well, not Biggie necessarily, but no. uh, stuff, you know, different things like from when we were growing up, and we're aware of, um, and we were well, actually encouraged to do that. Well, we cover a lot of poetry, don't we? And Absolutely. it's, you know, much the same thing, the art remains, it's usually got a message in it. Mm. Oh, I love Biggie. I yeah. don't unless, it, unless it's Biggie. <laughs> oh, well, I, I like Biggie, but I don't think Biggie, maybe in a school setting, maybe not quite uh, always anyway uh, appropriate, but no. yeah, banging tracks. Um, so thank you for that, Kylie. Maybe Minogue. It's about music, no? As long as it's not Dan. And if Kylie Minogue would like to have Em's <laughs> number, we can we definitely, definitely arrange that. Immediately give that out. Yeah. Um, now, this is from someone called Cooper. Um, how do you Cooper see... makes barrels, or do you think is he a Cooper? Or well, he is. A, he, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Well, most people's names come from that, don't they? Mm. So yeah, maybe. How do you see big elections going or by elections going on Thursday? What are your thoughts on the political context right now? So oh, I think wow. this is a positive question. So by elections on Thursday, what is there? Three of them, I think. I think there's three. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, probably not as au fait with it as you are, because I know obviously that's this is right up your street. Um, the with regards to the political context, 
I think um, the, conser- yeah, the Conservative government haven't done themselves mm. any favours in the recent years. No. I think um, it's going to be a Labour landslide. I don't think I'm that enthralled by them either, really. I well, no, I mean, I think, we, I think we both agree. We're, we're both, we both like the idea of, um, of a Senate system mm. ra- rather than... I mean, you know, quite... Um, that's the best way to describe it. I am quite cynical and critical of our of our government, and I think whether you wear a blue tie or a red tie, I actually think it's much the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I would propose for a Senate system, you know, people elected by the people, representing mm. the people from the people. Um, but you know, some people might say that that's quite quite cliche as well. Not I think Lincoln, I think you know you're only as good as your last your last bunch. The Conservatives haven't done a great job, and now everyone will vote Labour, and Labour will make a hash of it, and then they go back to the Tories again. And, yeah. And quite cynical with the political context then, generally, yeah? Yeah, I think the only thing that the Tories have got in their favour, and it was a ma- I think it was a massive stroke for them, is their um, proposed changes to childcare. Childcare, yeah. And I think, I think that was a massive stroke on, mm. on their part. But again, Labour come in and probably match it anyway, like you said, that's what I they seem to do. I think it's due to come in after the next election, though. So yeah. they're basically saying, if we win, we'll do this for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the by-elections then, I I don't know. Uh, one of them's in Uxbridge, Boris Johnson's constituency, I think. I, it could be pretty bloody, I'm afraid. I, I don't think that... They're not very pleasant by-elections, usually. No. Uh, well, they don't have to be unpleasant, but I don't think... I don't have a good feeling that these would be very pleasant occasions for anyone. Certainly not for the Conservative Party, I wouldn't know. Um, and finally, from Evan. Mm-hmm. Could be Dando. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Guests have been fantastic, so the guests will be pleased to hear that. Better than us, I don't think much doubt. Um, Can you ask them back each week next year? But next year, um, can you ask them for a high and low light of each of their teaching weeks so far? So I think what Evan wants is like a... What's the best... What's been the... Or maybe it should be the week before, because we've only done half a week usually. We could ask them, what was your highlight of last week? And what what do you think, you know, wasn't the best bit of teaching? I think, by the sounds of Evan wants a bit of an honest... Quick snapshot as well. So I think by the sound of it, they like Evans enjoyed the guests and yeah. what we've asked them, but I think they want a quick snapshot of the week as well. Maybe so we, um, quite nice. maybe we could have that as a as a regular feature. Mm. Obviously, we we ask them every time. You know, how did you get into teaching? Mm. But that could be a quick. That could be at the end of each bit. Maybe ask them for a top tip level. as well of their practice. That would be quite nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, so be thank quite you useful then from a CPD's perspective. Indeed, and uh, and useful for our show. So thank you for that feedback, Evan. That's nice and easy to implement, isn't it? And it's a nice positive so. praise. And yes, we can indeed next year ask for some highs and lowlights from those guests. Mm-hmm. Um, the plan, I think, next year is to just is to continue with some guests. Obviously, there's loads of staff members who have expressed an interest we haven't spoken to yet. Yeah. And also, there's a couple of staff members. Particularly, we, I'd like to start maybe with some of our new teachers in September. We were going to, and it was C's idea, we had them before, we were going to speak to them at the start, and then maybe halfway through at the end of the year. We interview them. And see their progress and have their opinions changed. What have they found easiest, difficult as the year's gone on? Which I think for a number of young teachers, hopefully all prospective teachers listening, that might be quite useful. I agree. Good. That would be quite nice to do then. Okay, so um, for the rest of this, then you've got you've written a little list. What's next? On yeah, list? so our favourite moments from the season. Oh my god! So far, well, how long you got? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's. I'll, 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 there's probably three things that really stand out to me. One that I really enjoyed that no one else did was our, I know we weren't as confident. I don't think in our delivery, but I really enjoyed chatting about the uh, Nigerian civil war. Yeah. Purely because it was something I was reading about at the time, and we both had some interesting things to say about it. Uh, so I really enjoyed that. No one else seemed to like it. So. Can I just sort of add on to some something there? Mm. How you, how do you see that the season's gone from what you 
originally thought this would be mm. to what it's become. Because I think we have moved a little bit away from those first episodes. Yeah. Partly because... Only a little, though. Only a little. Yeah. Partly because of, I think, how we are together. Yeah. Also, yeah. the introduction of guests and then off the back of comments that people have made. Yeah. Like, what people like, basically. Yeah. Like, please stop um, talking about that civil war. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was originally meant to be one highbrow topic, one lowbrow topic, and that was sort of it. And yeah. the highbrow topics were meant to be pretty highbrow, yeah. you know, detailed. Fairly intellectual, I think. Fairly intellectual. Yeah. Oh, like normal level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, we've, what I find is we've sort of maybe come away from that smidge, yeah. but we've also come away from the really lowbrow, like the football element. Again, people were complaining too much about it, weren't they? Yeah, oh. even, even our own sort of dads who love football yeah. said so you're talking sake, too much about football. About Once they say it, you know we're doing it too much. I actually think the show has genuinely evolved quite well. So at the start, I was thinking maybe we'd do it fortnightly, maybe, maybe once a month, and we'd just talk about stuff we were reading. Yeah. However, well, I, well, you know, we occasionally dip into what we've read and we talk about what we've read. I think maybe that might not have been of enough to interest to people. What I think, the two things I think have definitely got better. One, we started talking about teaching yeah. and as teachers and we spend all our day doing it. Lots of the feedback is that people like that and we yeah. seem to give quite a decent insight into it in a different way, in a number of different ways. So I think that's definitely a strength and a positive. Um, and also the addition of guests Definitely, because, you know, we love each other like brothers, obviously, but eventually we're going to get sick of talking to each other. Correct. And so chucking in those guest appearances also seems to have gone down really well. So yeah. I think, weirdly, yeah, if you, I haven't listened back to the very first two, but I might have to try it, but, you know, it could be yeah, quite clunky. now. Yeah, clunky. Clunky. Is it? Have you yeah. listened to it recently? Uh, not recently, but, yeah, I've listened to that first one a couple About of times. times just trying, like, for my own sort of, like, mm. CPD and mm. see, like, how, how can you improve? Yeah. Um, so would you say that was your favourite episode, the first one? No, I don't think so. I think probably uh, D and the music one eventually became my favourite. I, I, I genuinely think like the, the guest stuff has been so good. I, I, I yeah. can't think of many. I can't think of any guests genuinely, and I know we were with them, so we have to say it really. But I can't think of any guests I didn't enjoy learning a bit about, especially because no. we always learned something new about them. No, I thought um, the music one was a lot of fun. No, we enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. That reminded me a bit like um, shooting stars. <laughs> it was a bit shooting Just stars. Yours, yeah. man. I used to love shooting stars. Yeah, yeah. I also like the. Um, your approach to the Scouse lesson. That was, that was quite good fun. I enjoyed that. And listening to a couple of people talk, a couple of the guests, mm. uh, listening to uh, Mr. G. Mr. G. Talk yeah, about, um, about Sherlock Holmes. Mm. I thought it was just wonderful. Yeah. We're very lucky, actually, with some of the people we work with. Yeah, yeah. like, I've learned a lot. Absolutely. I, I, I've learned a hell of a lot. Way more than I thought I would yeah. from, uh, from all these different things that we discussed. But no, we, it's interesting because our school, in terms of it's so big, um, a lot of the staff times, but no one's no one's fault. We're quite insular, aren't we? So yeah. humanities spend a lot of time with humanities, but yeah. actually we forget how many fantastic colleagues we've got around. So we haven't delved too far, no. Have we? We music have dipped English, in music and English a touch, but, but I think it would be good next year to get different people in. So that might be you know if I get young teachers who aren't just looking at the humanities yeah, subjects. Yeah, getting a bit of. A, I mean, we've got loads of um, teachers to take from science. I mean, R could bring his guitar. Yeah, obviously. I'd like to get an artist in as well. Mm, yes, an artist. someone from PE. That'd be interesting. Yes, we haven't had any PE. We had Mr. Um, a wanted to come on, didn't he? Yeah, he, he expressed an interest. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that might be. Yeah, and we have got senior leaders who are interested in coming on as well. That'd so that would be really interesting, really interesting to get it um, to get a perspective a little bit higher than our own. We'll have to be on our best behaviour though. We can't even make innuendos on that. No, that's going to be tricky. Yes, no, that'll be tough to swallow. 
jeez. Uh, so yes, we've got a hell of a lot that we've uh, achieved over the shows. What's been so your your favourite shows? Then some of the stuff you learned from the guests, the amount you've learned generally. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a. It's been a really and the quizzes because I really like the quiz part. And to be fair, Ruben Jarvis says that's his favourite bit. Yeah, I think we should make that more of an official part of the show then, because maybe I know we got some jingles maybe for next season. Maybe we could get jingling and and we could do. Yeah, and it's good from the CPD's perspective is that element of recall as well is one of the you know that sort of quizzing whether you use that as a start or whether you used it as a Mm. plenary as well or just any any part of um, AFL really assessment for learning would be is really useful. Yeah. It's a little bit of recalls, a bit of quizzes. I just like learning. So yeah, they, let, let's see if we, can, if we can't find there's a bit more scope to interview further out and maybe just incorporate that quiz more officially. That could be our EBI, even better if for season two. Yeah. yeah, two stars and a wish. That's the wish That's right the there. That's the wish right there, baby. Cool, okay. What's ne- uh, next on our agenda is summer plans. What are you ah. up to, Em, this summer? Well, my summer plans are uh, fairly... Well, we're, we're all going out for a, a lovely afternoon out or something, aren't we, in the next couple of weeks? Are you going to one of those? can't remember. Uh, not the one that's the Thursday, Friday. But we're going out this, we're going out this Friday, aren't we? We're going we? out this Friday, I mean, as Azula's colleagues. So that'll be nice just before we, we uh, break up the middle of next week. But yeah. apart from that, yeah, I'll go and see some of our, some of our colleagues in a social environment next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I need to go see some of my old teachers I, I work with my Kiti in Reading so I'll go down and see them at home for a couple of days mm-hmm. and then with my family we're off to uh, Croatia Ooh. for a week for um, so all of my family will be there what part of Croatia are you going to? Dubrovnik Dubrovnik yeah. so any fans going to Dubrovnik you know Keith and I they don't know what we look yeah. like do they? So well I can imagine they it would be very be similar to um James Bond when Daniel Craig's walking out the water. Yeah, it's very similar. Look for look for a ripped body and <laughs> a tight pair of budgie smugglers. Glistening. <laughs> Glistening. Yeah. Apart from that, um I've already got very Oh, you've also got a very another very important um, date on your agenda. Oh, of course, yes, yes, mm. absolutely, yes. I will be going to your nuptials as well. Yes, yes, you will. I will look forward to those. Yeah, so <laughs> apart, that'll be the main part of your summer. Have you got any other plans about that? Yes, yeah, so obviously we're getting married on August the twelfth. Not, not, not me and you. No, no, and you will not be part of <laughs> no. the uh, the after ceremony. Either. <laughs> I can absolutely show you that. Uh, we get married on August the twelfth, mm-hmm. and I think my partner today has booked a little mini moon. For us and the baby, we're going to go to Mallorca, Palma oh, de Mallorca, which is a really family-friendly, lovely part of Mallorca. Mm. Was so, that for a week? Or? I think we're going to go for a week, yeah. Mm. But mm. we're not going to go all-inclusive or anything like that because, actually, I like getting out and having the proper Spanish dishes and stuff like oh. that. And there's nothing worse is they going all-inclusive. Yeah, just have sausage and ro- chips. Yeah, rice yeah, and chips yeah, and all that, that carry on. No. no, we're going to be getting the tapas going mm. and, um, yeah... Nice. It's not the first time the baby's been awake. She came away with us when we went skiing. That's right. It's the first time she'd be out, been out in the in the sun. But it's our first proper family holiday together. That's which nice. Will be, be which nice. will be nice. It will, won't it? It'll be nice. nice. And, and what is some of your favourite holidays as a teacher, would you say? Because obviously the cliche is we love our holidays and we really, really do and we do need them. Is some of your uh, favourite ones? No. I mean, it, it's becoming more and more important, obviously, because of my young family. Yeah. It's a nice chance to spend extended periods of time mm-hmm. with my family. But... Yeah, October half term and uh, Christmas. Mm. They're my, they're my two favourites because one, they, they are family, mm. family times. There's always a lot going on those, and also because of my shooting, they're important times in my shooting calendar as well. Of course, I find that five six weeks off in the summer, especially when you were a you know a single man. Um, don't rub it. In. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's quite a long time. <laughs> yeah, don't it's rub quite it. Quite a long time, and you know I'm someone who likes the, the regimented, um, structured 
sort of work day. I mm. like that, mm. you know. Mm. It helps me get up and, and get moving and achieving things. So. Absolutely. So without a per- yeah, so what are you saying? Like, I'm going to live a purposeless life for five you, weeks. Yeah, a boat without a, God, without a without rudder. A rudder. Yeah. Oh, there's a rudder. Don't worry about yeah. that. <laughs> um. I was going to say I could tug you along, but I better not. <laughs> My favourite holiday, I think, is Easter. I've always liked the Easter holidays as a teacher. I don't know why. Um... You're getting tired at that point. Yeah. So it's a good break. You're getting two long weeks. Year by that point. It's two weeks at Easter, isn't it? I think that's probably why I love it so much. Because May yeah. half term is one, which is like is just about okay, but it's not long enough really. And then it's the run up to summer. Easter is a really good chunk. Two weeks is probably why I love it actually. Yeah, yeah. That's my favourite one. I've got something that's on our on our calendar as well that I'm looking forward to. We're going to go and watch Napoleon together, aren't we? In we November. Are in November. Yes, we've yeah. put that down. Yeah, we look forward to that very much. Um, and do you know what? I've just seen something online uh, before, I and I am I am furious. Oh, I'm furious. Oh, God, what is it? I'm furious. So on the uh, poster for the film, it says "Came from nothing, conquered everything." Right. That's the the, the, the tagline. tagline. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Dan Snow's come out. Dan Snow, the famous historian, yeah, and has said, um, actually, if you want the facts or something like that, uh, came from a relatively privileged background and at its height conquered two percent of the Earth's surface. <laughs> well, Dan, I'd like to see how you get on with a ru- in a Russian winter. Um, didn't like that. It's a bit. That's yeah, poor. It's below bit, the belt from down there. Mean, it? I mean, plus, it's a, a film by Ridley Scott. It's not a documentary. So. No. I know I always find take umbrage with that when people go after people who make films about you know like I don't know Troy that kind of thing and then people say this isn't historically accurate enough it's like well this isn't a documentary it's just a film um, so yeah and also it's trying to sort of poo poo Napoleon's achievements achievements you're, you're having, you know given the you know given the time given the context damn um, <laughs> I think that's a little a little unfair well, it's also like a, by the sounds of the tagline is supposed to be a bit. Uh, it's just grab your attention. It's, well, it's, to be a... it's deliberately hyperbolic. Exactly. Of course it is. It doesn't conquer everything. We know that. No one really was... I don't think... No one really thought they did. No. <laughs> no. no. So, Dan, I know you're listening. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. That'd be a good guess, just, just, you, just you steady on. All right, you calm it down, Dan. And that sort of um, leads us to the, the finale, which I'm a little bit sad about because I've enjoyed Is it a musical finale? These. Is it going to be like a little song and dance? Uh, I doubt it. Okay. Because we're both talentless when it comes right. to that. And we learned that in the music. You know, so many ways. Yeah. Um, but I think this is a good chance to plug the new season. This is not the end. Yes, it is going to be five weeks off. Yeah. No, you're not going to hear us in that time as you'll have your summer rest and we'll have ours mm, as well. Massive. But we will come into the fall with new um, with with new ambitions, won't we? We will. We will come into that sort of or, that first awesome term. Yeah. With um, some hopefully some new, engaging, exciting content. Knowing now what we know, knowing now what people like. Yeah, taking that feedback on board. You know, so new guests, new CPD opportunities as well, and goodness. always willing and open to new ideas and that's where we'd like some engagement now from you our listeners if you're still listening to give us some ideas what would you like us to talk about because the one thing we have done this year is not really planned too far ahead yeah we've been quite reflective quite um reactive sorry not that you know it from the slickness of the production <laughs> the episodes, yeah. we have been quite reactive but i think yeah. To really get the most out of some of these, we'd like to plan a little bit ahead as well. So if there is topics you'd like us to talk about in detail, get in touch over the summer. And how do they get in touch? Yeah? Well, it's, that's easy. Go on. That's easy. They yeah. drop us an email yeah. on 
two teachers talk. No, 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 Tales of Two Teachers <laughs> at gmail. That's right. Dot com. That's right. Old habits die hard. They, they do indeed. That is right. So that, let me go through that again. That is Tales. Just for the lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Tales of Two Teachers. That's it. At gmail. Dot. Oh, that's it very good yes and please let us know uh, anything that, because we, we've done a lot of questions but you're right I'd like a lot more topics yeah very possible. few people get in touch and say do you know what Would you, can you talk about this a few mm. people said that yeah. they'd like a quiz that's right but we, they'd, they'd you know but we, we saw that comes anyway. with Comes with the territory. We tend to quiz anyway. Yeah, yeah. Don't we? We have not done this one. Maybe they just like our stream of consciousness. They like our mind sort of jutters from all over the place. Yeah, mine's like um, an insufferable soliloquy, isn't it? It's just a constant sort of monologue. It's very, very good. It's very enjoyable to to get the inner workings of M. I very much enjoy it. Um, Yes, so tales2teachers at gmail.com. I wonder if it'll be as easy to slide straight back into the podcast when we get back in autumn. I imagine so. So it won't I, be like the first season. I think it's quite year. old hat. It might take us one one episode to get back into get the... Get up again. Get back in. But yeah, much like getting back into our teaching. Yep. Jumping back on the treadmill. You know, it takes a couple of weeks there. There we go. To pick the pace up again. That's the um, first topic for uh, season two to talk about. Getting I think so. Teaching after a long yeah. break. Yeah. And maybe... Um, Top tips for your first week back. Oh, bang. Look at that. Look at that forward planning. Smooth. Unbelievable. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening all of this season. We do appreciate it and your nice comments as well. Yes, they are genuinely really kind. Thank you for all that you've been getting in touch with. And we genuinely hope if you're teachers, and even if you're not, you really enjoy your summer. Yeah. So it's for one last time this season. Yeah. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. See you soon. Bye. Bye.